Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Cast for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. About to go stupid again. She out the roof of the bitch. I'm about to do it again. I'm a fuck two of her friends. Just made a flip out the rock. Fuck the frame, Mueller. I jump out the jeweler again. I fuck my money up on the Rio, but I got it right back and I blew it again. Hey, hey, welcome back. This episode is brought to you and fueled by the official piss of the podcast, Vodka Soda. Do yourself a favor and check out the range of quality drinks for this perfect summer that we're having already. Uh, yeah, go and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Alpha Blokes Podcast. Like, follow, subscribe on whatever platform you listen on, and leave us a rating if you like what you're hearing. Right, hey boys, as we always do, we'll get into this Philando shot. Cheers, boys. Yeah, good on you. <sighs> Warm. <laughs> throw it up a bit there, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, crack them too. Um, I think. What are you on, Clado, today? On the on the ginger beers. On the gingeries. I'm on a bit of uh, pink gin soda, a bit of wild berry. I'm finishing off that sours from the other week, and um, yeah, got a pink gin inside me as well. You're on you, bro. But yeah, so a little intro on today's guest, Clayton. How have you been, mate? Happy birthday for the other day. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. Too easy. Nah, pretty good. Doing a lot of work at the moment, but been on call for the last three weeks. Been pretty shit over Christmas and New Year's and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, had a few boys cover me for a few days, so I got out to the reef, which was good. Happy days, bro. How old were you? Or how old 20, are you? 24. Nice, 24, yeah. Good stuff. Just fucking right in your prime for everything, <laughs> pretty much, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Well, yeah. do you have a few boys um, step up, going on the operator role, and what are you filling in yeah, for? Yeah, operator role, and I've been there for a year. I was the least experienced now. I'm the second most experienced, so <laughs> a bit of a shit show, but anyway. What but, do you do for a cross, bro? I'm a Sparky at the local power station in town. Yeah, righto. Sorry to hear that, man. No. <laughs> but no, it is good to see. We're injecting a few norms into the trade, though, bro. It's good to see you doing your bit to flatten the curve of strange blokes. Yeah, I'll be but, honest, there still is a few out there. But, but yeah. yeah, would you agree that most lucky's over 40 are weirdos? Yeah. My yeah. dad's one, so yeah, yeah. he's up there. Yeah, yeah my, old, my old boy Emmy brother are one. Yeah. 
then one becomes right, bean right. counter, so that's even weirder. They, it def- the curve definitely is flattening, though. It's good to yeah, see. for sure. You know, but ah, uh, fucking good shit. Um, bro, just going off your Instagram, you seem to love everything to do with the ocean. Like, would that be pretty accurate? Yeah, I froth it. That's about – I don't do anything else, pretty much. If the weather's shit, I'll still find a way to get out there if I'm surfing or go wakeboarding and yeah. like that. So it pretty much depends on what the weather's doing to what yeah. activity you're fucking yeah. up to. I don't usually go west. I'm usually east. Yeah, west, yeah. Unless you're on Stick the other to that side coastline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got a few hours to punch if you're going yeah, west. <laughs> I suppose a good a good spot to grow up for you then if you're into all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's good. Probably surfing's the one thing we struggle with. We got lucky at the start of this year. Yeah. Um, you sort of take – if you get some good swell, your fucking first few waves are a bit sketchy because you haven't been on a board in two to three months. But yep, yep. yeah, That's right. It's normally an hour and a half drive for us for the closest wave and then if you fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Get down there, it's saying 10 seconds. You get down there, it's four and a half seconds yeah. and just chop. And there's about 50 out from CQ, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, bro, shit. you fucking saw a few shots of you staying over some waves at Tannum the other day. Why don't you yeah, tell us about that? It was unbelievable. We rocked. I was in Agnes the night before for New Year's, and then we had New Year's Day at Agnes, and the surf is cranking, but I haven't ever seen so many people down there. It was ridiculous. Every bro. fucker in town with a plank of water. I was, was trying to get a, I was trying to get a drink of water at this cafe. I was just there at this cafe waiting. We're going to get bacon and egg. Couldn't get bacon and egg. Fuck, need a drink of water. One of the shops had to wait about 10 minutes at Food Works just to get a bottle of water. It's parched as. And I just went for a quick surf and then fucked off home. I was like, this is shit. Yeah. And then ended up getting waves at Tannum the next morning, which is like epic. What What is the go? What happened there? It's cyclone swell. Yeah. Cyclones well. Cyclones. Shout out to Cyclones. Yeah. That's fucking, that's the go. I think it had a um, girl's name for back, no, no, boy's name, this one. Yeah, so it just chilled out, provided some good shit without being a fucking psycho. Then fucked off quickly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In, out, fucking, yeah. What was the name of it, you know? Cyclones. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to even try. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, we did talk about that before. It seems like the, the women's cyclone names are just fucking absolute nutcases. Yeah. <laughs> fucking category. <laughs> category we had, a, we, had a, we had a Karen yet? Oh, <laughs> wouldn't that be a fucking rip no, snorter? What was the one that cleaned up all those banana trees up north back in the day? Innisfail. Yeah. I don't know. They've seen a fucking the raw end of a few, though. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't they? Innisfail. Kazastrophic. Cyclone Central, Innisfail. But um, do you get down in Double Eye much? Is that where's your main surf spot? You reckon? Uh, to be honest, probably Springs at Agnes. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. usually go there heaps because there's less crowd, and I'm a goofy too. So yeah, Point Break on the East Coast of Australia is not really for me. I do yeah, surf right. a bit, but I much rather just go get a beach break and get a few lefts and some rights. Get the calf workout on the way back up. Yeah, that's it. You don't think it's a big hill till after you're down there for a few hours? <laughs> it's fucking huge. Climbing <laughs> back up. Yeah. Uh, Bro, whether it be spearing, fishing, surfing, or just being out there, like what about the ocean draws you to it, do you reckon? I just think you see something different every time you're out there. Yeah. Like, even yesterday when we went out, like, was, we went out the reef yesterday and it was the best surf I've ever seen in my life. Like, literally, I've been, I've been, I've been in Indonesia once and. Like, it's it, right. They say it's like Indo. It was sick. It, like, this, it was just groomed. It was perfect. Never seen it like that. And even you go out other times and you'll, like, see dolphins and shit. Like, you might not even catch a fish, but. Just being out there is epic. You'll see shit that you're not going to see when you're at home. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? Yeah, yeah. So were you Sykes yesterday? Or? Yeah, we were at Sykes yesterday. Yeah, yep. like, It was fucking good. Yep. And so, yeah. Did you do Le Mans at all? Or? I've never done None. Le Mans. Yeah, I've right. Done, I've actually done most of them. I've done Fitzroy. Fitzroy. I've gone south Musgrave, North Reef. And, yeah, that, I think they'd all work on a specific did, day. But yeah. I don't know if it's right. Did you, you and um, Shout at Old Baddock, did you give Wilson a go ever? Yeah, Baddock, he came out to Wilson one trip. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, nearly got us caught out, smoking a jozzer on the uh, <laughs> with the aeroplane going over our heads. So that was good. <laughs> helicopter, nice. helicopter come over the back, and I had a fucking big camera on, and I was like, "Yeah, right, eh? here we go." Just a rolly, <laughs> couple of tourists, yeah. couple of locals. Just a rolly. Was that before the island had like gone back to like um? Oh, how do you say? Not like tourism now. No, it was yeah. That was. Or was it full it was up a, in tourism sort of thing? It was fully abandoned. When we were there, when there, so yeah, it was yep. sick. We went up there and sat on one of the huts and drank some beers and a couple of island boys. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. believe it. They just left the joint. There's, couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like all the huts, you walked in some of the huts and they were just like beds were made, towels folded, little really like, still there. Like soaps on the end of the beds and everything, and they just packed up and left. Oh, late. Fuck, that's yeah. too much money, eh? Yeah, but then you get the next one that's been open. There's just like a mutton bird, literally nest on the bed. Dude, how yeah. dumb are those fucking things? <laughs> Have you? Yeah, so yeah. I've, North, I've done Northwest or oh, a couple of bro, years back, three weeks. Dead set. You put your in tent your in the wrong, wrong spot, and it's like a fucking runway, like those um those pan- oh, not penguins, those seagulls off fucking Finding Nemo with the beaks going into the the sail. Like mine, just fucking brilliant, man. Pilot license out of a cereal box. Yeah, well, we went over there. I think we did the fucking Northwest tour in um, year eleven, bro. And it was prime. Well, like, girls learn how to give hand jobs. Yeah, pretty much. And um, <laughs> it's like a yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Sneak over to the tent. Don't get in the mutton bird runway. But yeah, they <laughs> shit out the mutton birds. Dumb as fuck. But, yeah, <laughs> bro. Getting into your spear fishing. Like I've had a flick through your Instagram, bro, and some of the fish you've speared are fucking stonkers. Like I can imagine a fair bit of blood, sweat, and tears have gone into landing some of those, or what? Yeah, probably the biggest one has been dog tooth tuna. I got that. The end of last year. Yeah. I'm chasing that fucker for six years. Yeah, right, that's, like, that's pretty cool. I've spent fucking that much. Just money for that. My, those fish, it's the money that costs. Because so, we don't get them around here. So it's, you got to yeah. travel. And then when you go, like, you book it in in like a year in advance. So you can't pick the weather. You're going regardless. Yeah, all yeah. The gear, all the gear you take is like, you got to take, you, you, the gear you're using is pretty expensive too to fucking land them as well. Yeah. The, the chance of landing them as well is like, one out of a hundred, like you just get lucky, bro. Yeah. The, the fact that you speared that, like we got um, filthy on last episode, last guest we have on, you know, he's fucking out there all the time as well, fishing. Like, mate, he's done a lot of spearing, but mainly with his rod. Yeah. And like, ask him what fish he wants to catch, and he said, "Dog tooth tuna." I yeah. want to catch one. And the fact he's talking about a fucking fishing rod. Yeah. So the fact that you've got in and speared one, that's fucking sick. And he said they hung around sharks too. Yeah, like, the country they like. You get in the water if you're chasing dog tooth tuna, you get in the water. 20 sharks. You yeah. haven't even got bur- <laughs> you haven't even got burly in the water yet. They're just like cruising around Dude. waiting. Dude. <laughs> like I, sh- I shot mine and it was like swimming with a shark. And I was just like, you just, you take, it's, that's why it's, they're so hard to shoot because even if you land a good shot, if you don't, realistically the best thing is to stone it. Because if you stone it, it's just going to roll over. Yeah. And it's funny, it's not the blood in the water when you shoot it, it's the electrical pulse of the fish stress and yep. that the sharks react to. Yeah. So when you talk of stu- like stoning, is that like stunning it? Yeah, like pretty much you hit it and that thing just rolls over. And just oh, yeah. Just it, brains like, it. It might, yeah. it might yeah, have yeah. a little quiver, but that's about it. And then that's like the best way to shoot it. I've, I've literally seen a guy shoot a dog tooth tuna with like shitloads of sharks and he fully stoned it and they just sw- was cruising. They didn't even realise it had happened. We're, oh, just, yeah. we're just pulling this thing up. You yeah. shoot this thing, but wrong. Fuck me dead. You're in some strife. Go off like Jed said, a wall yeah. in a sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> what are you... Um, running double floats, what's the sort of setup to target that sort of fish? Like so usually double, yeah. I'm running a um, double roller spear gun, so that's like they shoot about eight metres and they shoot a nine mil shaft, so the shaft's like the size of your finger. Yeah. Big, thick bit of steel. 
And then you run breakaway, so when you stand a spear gun, it's connected to your gun, you just shoot it. Like, if you go out the reef, you just shoot it and you just pull it in with your hand sort of thing. Yep. But this one's breakaway, so when you pull the trigger, your gun fully disconnects from the whole setup. Your line from your spear goes straight up to two, three atmospheric floats. Yeah. And um, so pretty much the floats fight the fish for you. So it's like jaws. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. That di- that's what you're explaining the difference between a roller gun almost and a standard gun, eh? Yeah, it we, actually breaks away from it. Well, not so much the roller, but just the breakaway system. You oh, can right, run a yeah. standard spear gun with the same setup. Yeah, but like the first time I shot one, someone's like, "Nah, you can't fight it." Like usually, like if we shoot a fish, you just, you're sort of fighting it as you're swimming back up. Yeah, and I was like, "Whatever, mate." I've just fucking grabbed this line when I've shot it, and it fucking pulled me down like five meters before I could blink out. And I was like, "Right, I let go of that." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, swimming yeah. back up again, and like. I watched it pull two of these floats straight underwater like that. And, like, you can sit on these floats and you can't pull them under. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so just, you're just burying them. So safe to say you didn't brain it or stun it? Fuck no. Yeah, right. I did some strife, eh? I was blowing air by the end of it. <laughs> and you just hand over fist when you get to the top because you're trying to pull it in as quick, quick as possible yeah. before the sharks get it as well. So you're fighting them, you're fighting the fish, and you're fighting the sharks. And Yeah, and like, yeah. Is, like, I shot we, – we claim – my mate shot one as well. He's been chasing it the same amount of time. Like, but it's teamwork. Like, there's three of us in the water working together. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people. Like, the one I shot, it was small. It yeah, looks yeah. big, but it's in the world of dog tuna. It was only 25 kilo. Like, it's a baby. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, fuck. If you shoot a 50 kilo one, I don't know what the story is there. Okay. Like, can they burst a float? Like, get to a certain depth, and then yeah. just your float, your float displays out. Well, it doesn't blow out. It actually, once you, once they get below like 10 meters, your float starts. Like, you put. 40, I think 40 PSI on them. Yeah. And once they're down like 10 metres, they look like a flag because the air compressors in them and they're just like this. They're doing nothing. Yeah, well, yeah that's why right. you try and stop them before they can pull them down too far because yeah, yeah. that's why they that's why you put so much pressure in them pretty much is for that reason, I think. But, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That is that, – what you're explaining with Dogtooth Junior, the, the – the territory you, you're chasing them in sounds like a fucking nightmare I have of the night time because <laughs> fucking – that's like I love watching bike like videos of spearfish, and I reckon it is fucking epic. But I just fucking shit myself with sharks, man. I just reckon fuck you'd see some loose shit. Yeah, the, I'm, but the funny thing is, it was it's like the most worst experience with sharks being out and off off home up there. Sort of, they're all smaller sharks, and they they're going for the fish. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Like, you know, they're sort of what they're used to eating, sort of thing. Yeah, nah, I don't think so. That, that's yeah. why I think there's a big issue out there. It's like there's too many sharks and not enough fish for them to eat. Oh, yeah. okay. I watched a fucking shark try and eat a shark. It was nuts. Like they, <laughs> they get like a feeding frenzy and they're just going. Their mouth's open. They're going to eat something, whatever's in front of it. Because if you shoot one and it does get shark, you call it shark tornado because it literally is just like just shit going everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's insane. Going back to like, um, hey, you got into spearing, mate. Like, how'd how, how that go about? Um, Actually, it was... I was in a maths class in like grade, I think it was grade nine, and I was with this um, Darcy Bartlett, who's a local dude. Yeah, yep. And um, no, Darcy, yeah. Yeah, he invited me over to his island. Um, their oldies have a um, house over on facing. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, we we're over there, and me, I was having my oldies. I was like, oh, I'm going over there spearing. They went and bought me a cheap spear gun, and yeah, jumped in the water with him. I was on the beach. I didn't even know how this thing fucking worked the first time. Loaded one rubber, looked up, and there's a queen fish. I was sitting on my ass in the sand, and I've just pulled the trigger, eh? And this this big tangle knot shit going everywhere. It took me about 15 minutes to sort it out. Yeah. And then after that, I was just I was stuck to it. I loved it. I was literally, I was just watching the weather all day, and then my old boy had a smaller boat, so he would take me out when he could. Yeah. And then, and then as soon as he got me boat license, he pretty much let me loose because 
he's not a massive fisher himself and had a couple of other mates who were getting into it. And then, yeah, we sort of started, we started all facing island and just along the coastline and pretty much you could only get good visibility there once a year, like yeah. in the middle of winter. So we would just hit that. And then as I got a bit older, started venturing out to the reef and whatnot. And that's when I started um, free dive training and whatnot and sort of getting right into it. Yeah. No, so you did, yeah, you did a fair bit of pool training and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Or? When I first started, it was kind of good. We had um, Fran Rose. She was actually one yeah. of the main um, free diving instructors for the New Zealand team. She was from New Zealand. And oh, right. Over here. And we were lucky in that respect because now there's no one in town who's really teaching the young fellas. Like we learn the main thing, like you learn how to hold your breath longer, but the biggest thing you learn is like how to rescue someone. Yeah, yeah. How blackouts occur, what you should do to prevent it, sort of that sort of thing, which is I think it's pretty important, but there's a lot of kids out there that probably haven't been taught it because realistically you're getting in the water, no one's really giving a fuck about that at the start of it. And the techniques, like I've done piss poor effort of it, like done a little bit of pool training, but – um. Like sort of like how much you move your hips like as you're going through the water like we're not on video but I'm sort of like using my hands at the moment like how much like your technique yeah finning technique all that just trying to get the most power out of your fins like imagine how like just like diving under the pool doing a 50 meter thing how much you can actually make by just keeping calm and sort of learning like your body structure yeah because everyone gets in the pool first and they think oh i just got to swim as far as i can yeah yeah but it's just like the first thing you do is learn just to slow down sort of thing that's right that pressure on the ears yeah and um like like when you when you're training that is it about seeing how long you can hold your breath like what what sort of techniques do you practice in the pool like a static at the end they do is weird the first thing that we ever learned was called a delay which is essentially a you sit there and do a static, which is a breath hold where you just sit in the water and do yep. not move. You face down, you're just like holding your breath. And it was the first, they just taught us, they're like, oh, this is, shows you what your heart rate, when you bring your heart rate down, what it actually does. Sat there for like, I think we did one swim without doing a delay. So we just straight up did a swim and I made like, I don't know, probably 30, 35, 40 meters. And then after that, they're like, right, I sit there for 15 seconds, don't move and then swim. I did that and I made 50 meters. Got further, but I was holding my breath for longer. Oh, really? Just because you sit there and you, your heart rate's slowing down, you're just relaxing, and then when you do go, you're already that like, calm and you're not using as much energy mm. sort of thing, stuff like that. And then there's all sorts of CO2 tables where you're like um, you're sort of doing it at a higher pace and then you'll go like shorter, di- longer distance, longer distance, longer distance, just sort of taper out and then taper it back as well. So yep. there's a few things. I honestly haven't probably dive trained for two or three years now. Yeah, I, I was getting into it at the start, and then I sort of struggled with diving in a pool. It's fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. not much to look at. You count the tiles on the bottom of the pool, and there's a shitload of them. So that's about yeah. For, pe- for people it. starting out, what I sort of liked is um, if you go straight out the reef, like, like I remember starting off and going straight to Guthrie, and I'm like, this is a joke. Like, can't even yeah, see the bottom. Fun, and, yeah, the boys are just, just yeah flat out, and they're all good. And I'm going, it's just being comfortable in the water with all your gear on. Yeah. Like, it freaks you out sometimes. You just throw your mask on, a full wetsuit, you're choking yeah. at the fucking neck. I've got three chins to fucking hold down. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm not that comfy. And then you're in that sort of water and you can't see the bottom and, yeah. you, and you're 110 more, uh, nautical miles offshore. Yeah. Like, what do you reckon it'd be a thing yeah, like, if someone's starting out? It'd be worth them. Throw all your gear on in a pool. That, I don't know. I'm not a pro, but I'm like, yeah, you'd be my, a bit more yeah, comfy. For comfy. sure. My biggest one is get in the pool with your spear gun. Yeah, and put that fucker in and out. Don't shoot it, obviously. Yeah. I was going to say, imagine just, park day on a summer yeah. day, you just dive in. With yeah, just <laughs> bomb, just sending it. <laughs> just get in there or 
go somewhere, even sit in your chair at home and just unload it. Because I've taken a few lads out and teaching a couple of my mates who are just starting off. And the biggest thing is in the water, if they shoot their first fish, there is just shit going everywhere. They've got yep. the fucking line all crossed up and like. You can lose a good fish doing that. Like, you can get muzzle wrap if you don't rig your gun right. Like, I've seen someone's gun get ripped out of their hand as soon as they shot it because it tangled up sort of thing. So it's like the little things that you can do to make sure that, like, that, that's like second nature when you actually shoot the fish and there's yeah. just shit going everywhere. Like, yeah. you know how to load, unload, fucking untangle your shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. That was, like, now I think back, that was the first thing I struggled with too. Yeah, was when you're I straight shoot. up in the water, I got it loaded. Yeah. Now what? Now yeah. yeah. And then once you shoot it, it's like everything's sweet until you shoot something. Then it's just like you got you then got a fish in the water as well bleeding, and you're trying to sort your shit out. It's just like yeah, <laughs> yeah get yeah. back to the boat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sit at home, buy your spear gun, actually pull the shaft out, and yeah. see where it goes. Wrap it back up. Yeah, I is know. it um? Does it cost a bit to get into properly, man? Like, like what would you need from scratch to give it a proper crack? You know, if you if you're going out with someone like yourself and you want to give it a proper go, what do people need to go and get? Definitely a wetsuit. Like buying, I went into. I'll be honest. I went into a shop when I bought mine, and old mate's like, "Nah, mate, just wait, save your money, get a good wetsuit." And I was like, "Nah, fuck that. Give me this cheap one. It'll do." Cold as shit all winter, like freezing. And you don't want to be in the water then. And then it's like, if you, as soon as you've got a good wetter, you can just sit there comfortably in the water. So, like, a good wetsuit, definitely a weight belt, yeah. and then a spear gun. Like, fins, like you can go out and buy an expensive set of carbons or composites. But, like, I started off with plastic fins for yeah. a good year and a half. And, like, they do the job. And they're actually harder to use. So, like, you're going to get fitter out of them, like, stronger finning out of them. And then when you go to a good set of fins, it'll feel like a walk in the park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the game, man. It's um, it's a pretty, it's pretty cool though, isn't it? Like, it's a pretty good way to eliminate bycatch and get exactly what you want. Like, it's like going to the shops. Fucking, have have you got a favourite fish? You know, you got to eat. Like, do you ever go and target anything, or it just depends on the trip? Trout's probably my favourite. Yeah, but like we go out the reef, and like if you want to shoot a trout, you pretty much. You're bound to shoot a trout. They've, they always come up and look at you. fucking stupid fish. And yeah. I don't know how there's so many of them out there still. Like they're just, <laughs> they literally come and swim up to you and look at you in the eyes. And you just, like, I've, sometimes you swim around and I look back and there's one there still. And then you swim another 15 metres and you look back and he's just following you. You're like, come on, mate. Pack <laughs> yeah. it up. Get on your door. He's yeah. just asking you. Yeah, he's asking for it. And then, <laughs> so they're, they're like, and they're like one of the, but dog to tuna and, um, Never speared one, but we catch them on the line as yellowfin tuna. Okay. Sushimi, them, so good. And I, yeah, right. But I think it's because I don't get them. I'll get them like once a year if I do get them. So yeah. when I do get them, it's like, I feel like it's a lot nicer than. Bit of a trophy, yeah. dude. Yeah. No, that's that's sweet, man. Well, um, I haven't even tried sashimi, but like everyone's getting into it. Like, they'd, yeah, they did it at Norfolk the other week. Yeah, neither have I. I think I might just have to. So is it it's lemon, lemon and vinegar or. Nah, what? so like yellowfin and dog to tuna, you can just have straight. Cut yep. it. And yep. the issue is I think people try and sushimi shit you shouldn't you sushimi. Shouldn't, yeah, and then yeah. they shit the bed when they don't want to have another piece sort of thing. Yeah. Like my brother-in-law eating a fucking raw whiting up the creek. Yeah. <laughs> Except he one, loved mate. it. <laughs> loved it. He ate it and he's like, that's good, man. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. Shout out to Eddie and the whiting. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Mate, um, oh, going back to the wetsuit just quickly, like what would you recommend like on the coastline? We're we talking like a 3.5 mil would get you covered for – yeah. Winter, summer, too hot for summer, and probably just the top. I started with a, um, yeah, it was a three point five two piece. Yep. Um, 
which is like your standard sort of spear and setup. And I use that pretty much all winter. Yeah. And then in summer, it's good. I just use the top in summer and wear a set of board shorts. Oh, yeah. When I went up to um, when I go up chasing dog tooth tuna because we're up in sort of the tropics, I had a one point five just because of the Erie Kanges and all that sort of shit up there. Yeah. And it was too hot to wear the three point five top and the three point five bottoms. So I had that, but now I've gone to a polo sub, which they made in Italy. They're like a custom suit, and they're a smooth skin. They're pretty expensive, but, like, you don't get that wind chill. It's yeah, weird. Right. You get out of the water, and the outside of the suit's dry. Yeah. So, like, yeah, when right. you're driving from spot to spot, it's just, like, you're not cold. Like, my mates have to put jackets on, even if you've got a good wetsuit. Yeah, the good yeah. wetsuits, they're good once you're in the water, but when you get out, they still get cold, whereas cold, this yeah. one, like, it's unbelievable. So it's all the little things that, like, once you get into it for ages, you can improve to make it even better. Like, you can get away with a normal yeah. wetsuit, but, like, you've got that now. It's like that next step of fucking comfort. Yeah, or, for sure. You know? But even, the like, the standard ones, like the standard brands, like Crezzy, Aimrod, all them, they're good suits. Yeah. And, like, you can, if you get them on sale, you can get them for, like, 300 bucks or so, and that's, like, whereas you can buy a cheaper one, they're, like, 150 still, and yeah. you'll find yourself next winter you're going in buying a good suit because you just were cold as shit. Yeah, yeah. No, that's sweet. I reckon, I reckon, like, surfing, one piece is the go. This is just my experience. And then two piece for spearing. That's just my yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. I found out the um, – because in your suit, they have this list and you go through it and you pick what you want on it and it comes – it said pea tube. I was oh, like, yeah. that's fucking weird. I'm not getting that. Anyway, I pissed in this thing and it was like someone had an oxy torch on me. I say it was that hot and <laughs> I had to fully – I had to fully take it off. This piss was not coming out. It was just starting to sting, and I had to fully strip down. Because <laughs> then I went home, and there's a big instruction things coming with this, and you don't read that. It's just like, do not piss in this wetsuit, pretty much. What? Yeah. Yeah, so they have this little tube, and it's like a Velcro thing, and you've got to put your schlong in it when yeah, you want to yeah. piss. Because they, they take a bit to get off, so they just... Dude, if I was in fucking cold water with... No matter the wetsuit. It's the first thing you do. If I, I'm a grower as well. So if I was in cold water with a wetsuit on, how am I getting <laughs> that in a tube, bro? Like, there's nothing there to tube. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's dramas, man. That is yeah. fucking dramas. Just dehydrate yourself. I'm with you there, mate. Just fucking. You would get dehydrated, though, wouldn't you? Like, it'd be a thing that you'd consciously have to go and drink water because. That'd be like surfing too, wouldn't it? You'd be, you'd go out there all day and because you're in the water and you're having fun and that, you could go for fucking hours yeah. without thinking, without drinking. You don't think of it like we had some days. I'll come home a few times. i will definitely had heat stroke because you're in the water all day. Then you get in the boat, the drive home, all you drink is beer. Yeah, so, yeah. And you get home shit and you feel like proper shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're coming from there, bro. Um, Man, so like talking about the training before, like – how long are we talking you're staying underwater for at a time? And, like, what what is what would be considered a good time to be under there? You know what I mean? A good time is probably about a minute. Okay. And, like, the, out in the ocean too, like, you're fighting currents and all that sort of thing. A minute, like, I go with dudes who can hold their breath for three minutes. Like, they're nuts. But a good dive for me, I'm, like, a minute 30, maybe a little bit more. Yep. Um. Yeah, like, it sort of all depends too. And it's weird. Like, dog two tuna, you're shooting dog two tuna in 30 metres. But you're driving down. You're seeing the fish from the surface. You're swimming down straight at it. You're pulling the trigger and then swimming straight back up. You're not fighting the fish or nothing. Yeah. Whereas you could go out and you'll be diving like 20 to 23 metres, but you've got to be sitting down there, you know, like you might be throwing sand up, could be a job fish or red emperor or something around. So you're sort of trying to sit down there and wait for them to come in. So it all depends what you're shooting. Like 
There's lads out there who can dive like 45 metres and shoot reds and shit, which is just nuts. Is that 45 metres down? Yeah, one way. That's what I mean, yeah. Like, and yeah, when he- you said like that he- last episode, I was like, yeah. that's, I don't know who's saying that, they're off their tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what I yeah, we tried to say was like, yeah, people go, oh, I'm diving 16s, that's eight down and eight back up. <laughs> and I'm going, yeah, right, eh? So, yeah. But, they, that, yeah, that clears that so up. Like I'm obviously. high jumping fucking. So what, what are you at now, mate? What, what's your best that you've achieved? 32. 32. And that's just down. That's down, but I didn't enjoy that, I'll be honest. Like, yeah. I did it. I, we were diving ship, um, a shipwreck out yep. of Cape Cap. Yep. And it was like, yeah, I don't know. I sort of, I do it for the love of it. And when you get that depth, like, it's pretty serious if, you, if you're not doing, like, I come up and I was feeling wasp It's the first time I come up and feel proper shit. Yeah, and I yeah. blacked out in the pool before. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But, so I knew where my limit was sort of thing. But when I come up, I was close. And I was just like, I'm... I like the sport, but I'm not that invested in it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's not with your life sort yeah. of thing. Well, I was gonna, I was like, gonna actually touch on that. Like, have you ever had any touch and go situations pushing the limits? Would that, would that be one of them? You yeah, that was pretty much the only one. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah, I don't, I don't go too hard. I like to limit myself, and like we only dive deep once a year, sort of thing. When we get that real good biz and stuff. And to be honest, like we did Northwest trip. It was two years ago now, and I've been working. Away at the time, so I'd been in the water for like four months. Went out there first week, we we're diving tens, fifteens, and then by the end, we we're diving thirties. Yep. First week, we shot all the good fish. Last week, we were flogging our guts out in deep just water. Like, fuck all. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. was just like, we should have stayed in the shallows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sometimes it doesn't pay off going deep anyway, you know. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it like if you go marks, like we're talking marks you got on your GPS or whatever for fishing spots? Are they just are they just as good for spearing, like? You know, or is it different sort of terrain that you're looking for spearing? Probably fishing. Probably different. It's weird fishing, like because I've sort of changed in the last year. When I once I got my boat up and running, I was actually doing a bit more fishing than diving because yep. I was getting a bit. To be honest, we were, I was getting and my other couple of mates who I've been diving with since school, we were getting a bit bored, like going out shooting trout and reds and like good fun, but like. We'd, when we go diving, we're sort of just chasing those trophy fish, and then when we go fishing, we'll go fishing to like sort of catch a feed because it's. I reckon it's a bit more fun, you know, getting bent over the gunnel sometimes with a good fish or something. Yeah, 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 so that's good. But it's – I reckon your ground's a little bit different. Fishing ground, I reckon you can have a bit more spread out sort of thing. But yep. when you're diving, you sort of need to – especially if it's a bit deeper, you want to be like having a good rock or something that you can pinpoint and drop on because the fish are spread out. They're pretty hard to shoot. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be down there for a while. Yeah. Ah, oh, sweet, man. I've – um. What do you reckon your top three most memorable fish you've speared are, bro? Uh, Dog do Chernobyl, the highest. Yeah, And yeah. then um, I shot a red emperor. It would have been three years ago now. It was just over 10 kilo. I and I shot, it, I shot it in three metres of water. True. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's fucking awesome. It was, it was wow. 10 metres deep, but this thing was from the GTs. Yeah, right. I jumped in, I looked up, and was like, what the fuck's that? And then I just seen it turn, I was like, bullshit. And, like, it just swam straight up to me, too. Red Emperor had dumb as dog shit in the water, too. Yep. And so, yeah, pumped that. And then probably another one was on the coast that was only probably two years into diving, and I shot a 12-kilo uh, tusk fish. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Sick. So, yeah, it's sort of been spread out. And by that dog shit, churn, I just, as soon as I started spearing, I'd be watching videos of that, and I wanted one, and... So you, I finally got one last year. Can you talk us through that, like that trip and that? How how was it getting it and shit? Dog do tuna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I went up. I got a good mate who moved down here, um, Rixie. He um, moved down here for a year and I met him and took him out a few times and he's from up Mission Beach. And so he's like, 
I messaged him. I was like, oh, we want to come up and chase him and see sort of new some areas and whatnot and went up there. And, like, I've been – year before that, went up the Cape and chased him. We bought, rented a house up the Cape for a year. Went up there. I shot one, lost him. It was a big one. And then a few years before that, we'd been doing coral sea trips on the charters out of Cairns. And each year, like, you'd – you get close, you might get one, you might get a good shot on one or two, but never. And this trip, and that was out of my own boat too, which is even cooler. First day, jumped in, I think we were in the water for about an hour, and I dropped down to the bottom of the flasher, and this thing just presented the perfect shot in front of me, and I <laughs> couldn't believe it. I never even got that close to one, and it was the first day. Wow. And I plugged it, and the sharks was weird. The sharks sort of steered clear of it, hit the surface, and like, the boys already had it halfway up. As soon as I had it halfway up, the second shot on it, and knew I had it. Fuck. It was epic. And then I just... Drank beers in the boat all the rest of the day. Yeah, the hell was that feeling, Big man. trophy oh, on dumb boys, sweet, yeah. We got, we, when we got home, too, because we had the beach launch there with a the tractor, we got bogged and shit, and I was just sitting there drinking beers and give a fuck, eh? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> would have been pumped. Yeah. So that epic. was a long time coming. Yeah, for sure. And then um, two days later, me mate, who I've been chasing him for six years with, he got one as well. Oh, wow. So it was just like, we'd, by then, too, like we'd bent, I think we bent four shafts, and those shafts are like, Nearly, they're like 250 bucks each. Yeah, so we went through some gear, but I was like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck, and that's unreal, man. Good was this shit. early in the year when you shot up? Or, or uh, sorry, yeah, November, November, yeah, yeah. That's weird up there, too. Like, they get their good weather after hours, so yeah, we'll get, yeah. we get our winter weather, and then up there, it's like they get their good weather, um, sort of afterwards. Which the first few years, we went up there on booked and charters, and I was going, Oh, the, the weather's good in winter, yeah. went up there. We'd, 40 knots one trip was fucked. Yeah. And I was like, and I thought I knew how to read the weather, but apparently not. Oh, mate. Fucking, have you, have you got any fish still on your bucket list, bro? Yeah. Um, end of this year, hopefully going over to Exmouth chasing a um, black, blue and black marlin. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Fuck, that's, that'd be unreal. That's the next one. A big stick face, which, yeah. So, I'm does that, does that take that. a bit of, like, when you're targeting a fish like that? How much like reading into it and research and shit like that do you do before you just go or do you just wing it? Ah, uh, so the same dude Rixie took us on it. He went over there and shot one, and um, so sort of been getting a heap of tips off him, yep. sort of what to look for. But it's a bit different chasing marlin. You sort of you pretty much troll around like you're fishing. You got big skirts out the back lures, but with no hooks, and you're literally sitting there just waiting yeah, for right. a marlin to come up the back, and then when it does, you jump over. Bodie throws all the floats and shit over, and then. You bail off the back and hopefully Fuck. it doesn't stab you before you stab it. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking loose. You see those videos in America all over there and they just fly into the boat. You could just spear you at any minute. Yeah, man. The big beaks on them. Fucking hell. That's so, yeah. fucking insane. We seen one, it was in last year, the year before when we were up, up the Cape and we had, I don't know what we shot. Sorry, Rixie had shot a dog to a tuna and we turned around and we had shit everywhere. Lines wrapped around everything and there was like a, 80 kilo marlin just sitting at the cow, like sitting at the leg of the outboard, just nosing at the back of the boat. Like, wow. would have been the easiest shot, but we just had crap everywhere. We had no position to shoot it. Yeah. So we just left it. Fuck me, man. That is awesome. Oh, well, hopefully you get onto one of them, bro. I'll be definitely watching your stuff in case you do. Yeah, like, obviously in that situation, you run a reel on your gun there or um, float, wouldn't it be? We got. Usually you have one big gun in the water, yeah, and yep. then you got your main two floats, and then the two lads with you, they both got real guns, real guns, yeah. So they like second shot. Or yeah, yeah. Usually you have one who's on the flasher and the burly, so he's either shooting like you, because like if you get like a rainbow runner come in, he'll shoot the burly, burly it up, and then flash, and then you've got the other lad who's solely just sitting there, just waiting for the second shot. You fish. What's yep. the lingo with that second shot stuff? 
Oh. Like, what are you talking when you're second shot? Because I can tell you what, my first experience, old mate coming, shot, second shot of me barely legal chair out to say I got it for me first fish and there's nothing left of the fucking fillet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some people are a bit political. Like, if you're going for a record fish, like, if I pulled a trigger on something that I thought was going to be a, a record, I would, you'd hold off because legally, if it has to be a record, you have to load the second gun and okay. shoot it. Yeah. So, yep. But, like, none of the fish we were shooting was anywhere near a world record. So, but if you were, if that was the case, then, yeah, you'd have to sh- second shot it yourself. Yep. And as the other thing is, too, with, like, marlin, that's why some lad in WA only last week, he just got the new world record blue marlin, I believe. Yeah, wow. And, um, but you got to, like, once you shoot it, you can't get back in the boat. You've like, you got to swim that fucker down. Oh, true. Yeah, so, like, if you don't, if you don't have a good hurt shot on it, like, it's 100 and, I can't remember how big it was. I think it was, like, 180 kilos or something. Fuck. This thing's peeling off a marlin. And you're thorping behind it. You'd have to, like, grab him. I've seen a video of a lad just grabbing to his float and he's just getting shit whipped along the surface. He's getting the toe. <laughs> getting fucking bounced. Yeah, so. And your knee out. That's fucking insane, bro. Hey, what's, that, that? what's that local lad, John Pengelly? John Pengelly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did he get? That was um Wahoo and Dog Tuchina. I think. Yeah. Where was it, Vanuatu? I think it's Tahiti. Tahiti, yeah. So he still holds both of them and, like, they're crazy fish. Like, yeah. They're just huge. Yeah, I think I remember seeing the tuna and that was fucking insane. Yeah, I'd actually, look, you fucking scared of that thing swimming out here. I reckon it look like a shark. Oh, 100%, bro. Is he the one that got bitten as well at it? Like, yeah, you got the uh, Lamont or something? Yeah. yeah, I'd dive with his good mate, Jensen, and yeah. Yeah, not yeah. Sam, that was, that was pretty gnarly. Yep. Mate, um, so we just talked about sharks a little bit, but. Mate, have you had any proper run-ins with them? Like any sort of situations? I know you said you were swimming around them before, but any sort of come up and have a bit of a look at you or whatever? Yeah, I've had. I probably only had one real bad experience where I thought like this could fucking end bad. Yeah, and yeah, it was. It was only. It was just out. It was out northwest, and I was. I can't remember what I was doing. I didn't even shot a fish, and this thing just come in. It was only like two and a half meters long, but just opened its mouth, went straight to my fin, bit my fin, and then come up to me, and I gave it a good stab with the end of my spear. And I was like, usually if you stab them, especially a shark that big, they won't come back. Yep. This thing just turned back and just kept coming. Fucking and he didn't hell. stop until the boat was like on top of me. And that was the one time where I was like, because like I've had big tigers and shit swim in me and they're usually just pretty crazy. Yeah. Is this a bully? Or just nah, a, it was just a um, bronzy. Oh, yeah, bronzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, I haven't had a real bad one. But yeah, that was still, that was the worst. I just can't believe the sharks you go out to feed them. Like you just cross that reef period and you just go out about oh, oh, fifty yeah. meters and you just drop your frames and just an absolute frenzy. Yeah, and that's like that poor story about old mate off that Very research boat that yeah. swam out to that boy going, Russ, you're in fucking uh, trawlers pull up there, mate, for the yeah. night. And what do you think they're throwing off? What happened? Old mate went for a swim and got mauled. Yeah, they're up northwest. Yeah, like like his first day. I think he was in Marine Parks, working for Marine Parks, first day on the job. Yeah, swam out to that blue boy there. And um, yeah, because they just no follow, once it's like five, four, four o'clock, they just follow boats out there because everyone's doing the same thing. And that's yeah, that yeah. same attack that happened in Shoot Harbour at Airlie Beach. It's the same scenario: trout boats and trawlers and charters. In shoot, Harvey, that's where you drop your fucking frames. Yeah, yeah. And that's where that backpacker got his leg, I don't know, he got taken off. They they blew the story up a bit. I don't know actually what happened, but they got a fair munch on the foot. Fuck me, bud. That'll be loose. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, what about, like, you're talking about the world records before. Is that something that, like, you got your sights set on down the track? Do you reckon you'd target that sort of thing, or are you just going out having some fun? Oh, uh, 
to be honest, what I've seen so far and how hard it's been to just shoot one. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, I don't even know if I've got it in me. Yeah, yeah. Like, when I shot that dog too, Chandler, I was ready to sell me shit, eh? I was like, that's <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Like, I'm done, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, like, I'll put the hours in, but, yeah, sort of, I'm, I'm out there to have a good time. And I, if, I, if I, I'd happily, sh- I want to shoot a big one for sure, but. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, I'm, that's, not, I'm not really a record chaser. Nah, that's fucking cool, bro. Um, So the boat is pretty, it's a fucking pretty important part of everything you get up to, mate. Why don't you tell us a bit about your boat and how it came to be? Yeah, so I had, um, I was using my old boy's boat for a, a fairly long time and I sort of kind of felt bad because I was putting a shitload of hours on it and he was servicing it for me and whatnot and I was like, oh, I'll get my own and... I've been out with a few mates and like pretty much a Spiro, everyone Spiros, they're all using these old school Haynes Hunters. That's right. And I was pretty particular with one I wanted and I had a 13 foot Cuda Craft, which is a, um, they're made in Malacuda and that Cuda Craft make like pretty much big Spiro boats and they yep. had this little model and they made that and I bought it off a dude in um, Mission Beach actually went up and picked it up. But I had that for about six months and I fell out of it one trip because of the sides of that low. I was coming home by myself late not afternoon and i launched out the side i had my lanyard on and after that i was like fuck this i'm getting a bigger boat yeah and so yeah I, um i wanted to do a haynes up my mate jensen he had a 16 i want something a little bit bigger so i found a 17 and i got lucky i got it for a thousand bucks off gumtree off this that's incredible crackhead and in logan yeah <laughs> nice I shout it, out to crackhead <laughs> i thought it was stolen hey i yeah. did about six police checks on it i was sketching anyway <laughs> So I got it, and yeah, he, it was pretty funny. Um, my mate picked it up, and he's carrying on saying, "Yeah, mate, she's good." To go. Didn't have a motor on it. He's like, "She's good to go. Just bolt a motor on it, you'll be right." Got home, the fucking like I bought it with intentions of doing it up anyway, but we got home. Like the transom was a rotted string. As you put your foot through straight through the floor, it was just like wet, soggy fertilizer, yeah. pretty much. Stripped it out, and then, um, I did the grind out, and then I sent it down to um a lad in Harvey Bay who did all the glass work and everything for me. Yeah, yep, yep. and pretty much. It was good. He he was a good lad. He was a bit younger and just pretty much do whatever you want. You tell him what you wanted, customize it however you wanted, and he'd do it for me. Like yeah. I wanted close to three hundred liter fuel tank in it because I want to do those massive trips, and he accommodated for that and yep. everything. I like everything I wanted. He was so good. So it was good good to get a lad like that because I I went and got a few had a few places in town look at it, and they sort of their way or the highway sort of thing. Yeah. yeah and okay. when I was spending that much money, I wanted what I wanted. You, you want know? your own fucking thing, aren't yeah. you? Well, you know what you it's want. good to find someone that, yeah, wants to take your ideas on and actually, yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, sweet. And, like, what, what made you want to start, like, to take a project like that on, bro? Was it because of, like, that that particular boat that you really were that, passionate about? That model is sought after for its, its ride. Okay. They sort of... That's well, right. The old Haynes are a very heavy boat. That, yeah, yeah. Punch through surf sort of thing. They got they run like a deeper V. They sort of yeah. When I'll be honest, when they're at rest, they're a bit rocky. Yeah. But my aspects is ninety percent of the time I'm in the water. Yeah. I want to get there quick. Yeah. Get home quick and have a good ride. But at rest, it's but it's actually not too bad. I don't think it's that rocky, but it's definitely no big plate boat or nothing. Yeah. When it's at rest, but the ride on it is like second to none. So That's that was the main real. reason why I went the old style. Yep. And um. What's the full length on the 17s? Uh, they're a 5.2. Yep, yep. So it's good too. Like I can go out by myself. I go do a lot of fishing by myself and yep. it's easy to handle. It's not a shit, especially at um, Tannum Sands or Boyne Boat Ramp. Yeah. The boat ramp there is pretty gnarly when there's big tides. So you yeah. see a few people get unstuck with bigger boats. So it's good. Yeah, no, that's awesome, bro. What do you got hanging on the back of it? It is a 150 Pro Access Merc. So it's the high output, like 150. 
is a 150 model, and then they got this one, which is as a higher RPM, so you can get a bit more juice out of it. <laughs> that would fucking hoot. Yeah. I seen him. I seen him come across <laughs> North Andrews. I thought he's on a fucking jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got seats in it, have you? Nah, she stand up. I've I've moved the um. You got the esky forward and with the cushion on it. So if it's a glass out, you can um sit down. But yep. yeah, yeah, I'd drive pretty quick. I'll be honest. You're not sitting down if I'm hey, driving usually. I'm sure, not yeah, there to lick stamps, yeah. Russ. <laughs> yeah, fucking oath, man. That is that is awesome. It would have been like, so where, like, what did you, did you fit everything out after you'd done the glass work and stuff? Did you fit everything out in it by yourself or? Yeah, so I did, I did everything but put the motor on. Yeah. So yeah. I did all the wire up, fitted all the fittings and everything, um, all the marine electronics I whacked in myself. So pretty much they put the motor on and everything else was me. I did the fuel tanks and all that as well. Yeah. Um, so motor yeah. down Harvey Bay? Nah, or? the motor got put in in town. Um, oh, right, locally, yep. Yeah, I'm not going to give them a shout out, but yeah, 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 yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, coffee, <laughs> fucking, yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so how trailer? Long? Oh, well, we go trailer wise. If you want to touch on it, what did you go trailer wise? Did you build that? Uh, or get no, bought? I got it. That um sent up from Victoria. Yeah, yep. the furthest trailer company I could find. I decided I wanted that one, so <laughs> yeah. that was good. Yeah. Freight it up. Yeah. yeah, I had one. Um, I had one under that little cootie craft, and it's literally. Cross members, no rollers, and two carpet bunks, and yep. it was the best. You can hit. I hit that thing. I oh, shit you not. I was probably nearly backwards. I hit it, and it still went on straight. So it's fucking that's good. <laughs> so you, you're that? driving it on? Yeah, you drive it on. You can yep. hit it. I hit it on the piss nearly every time, and I still manages to straighten up. Yeah, fuck, it's that's good. Unreal. So and there's no moving parts either. Like that's yeah. You don't have your rollers and your pins and shit rusting out, and it's all aluminium I beam. So that's prime. Pretty much no maintenance. There's yeah. a dual, dual axle. Dual yeah, axle, yeah. 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 You could, I could have got away with a single axle, but because yep. I was planning on towing it up north and doing long trips, and it's got 300 litres of juice in it, so you can load it up and still tow it comfortably. And the wank factor, they look so, good yeah. on a dual axle. Yeah, okay. yeah for sure. Bro, you should, see the, you should see the fucking trailer on my 4.29 Stason Nomad down at Agnes. The back bar of that fucking thing is... Rust, like you can see through it, and I'm just like, dude, that sucks ass. But we're only going like 5k down the road, so I'm like, she'd be right, man. Be yeah, fucking yeah. right. If it collapses, the boat will still stay on there, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, we'll fucking get to it eventually, but yeah, I always shout out a mob, but yeah, I put the um 30. One inch on me fucking tilly it's here. Like fucking pimp my trailer. Oh, <laughs> mate. And the mud guards he put on this was like a fucking home bar. Yeah, that flat, not rounded. Yeah, I'm definitely not shouting them mob out. We might have a chat <laughs> after this to see if we're lining up the same mob that's putting motors on. Yeah, we might have to call the fucking guns. <laughs> and then out. we'll bury them next yeah. episode. <laughs> Stay oh, tuned. Bro, so how long all up from start to finish did it take you to get it going? Um, would have been just over a year, probably a yep. year and two months, which, like, I want to feel the um, old school Haynes Hunter page on Facebook and some people, like, I was going to do the glass work myself. But half the reason I didn't is because I'd rather work and pay someone and it's a shit job and oh. I wanted it done within the next century. Some yeah. people are like, you always see like Haynes Hunters put up for sale half complete because yeah. people just lose yeah. interest and like it is a fucking big job. Oh, I suck being itchy too. Yeah. I hate being itchy. I grinded it. And doing stringers and fucking yeah. transom just. It's shit work. I'll take my hat off to any glasser because it's a shit job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. So one of the shit jobs being a glassy. With removalists right up there. Removalists today. Remo- yeah, we're removalists today. Fucking swapped studios. Fuck that. 
Like I said, I reckon just one of the main perks that would get him in would be no drug tests. Has to be. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a glassy same Con- fucking yeah, stick. Glassy contributing factor. Yeah, that's sure. it. Get into it, boys. If you've ever had fiberglass in you, you know the itch. Oh, the itch. Oh, oh. I think the only way you can get it out is like real hot water to open your pores up to just try to get it out. I've had a few oars over the years just fucking... Oh, busting that. Yeah. Yeah, I found just going on the beach in the salt water is probably the best thing. I yep, was going... Yep. After I grinded mine out, I was just going down the beach and it was like, you'd still get fucking itchy, but like... You could, yeah. I was, when I did the grind out, I was like full Tyvek suit, full phase respirator, the whole works. And that one session, I was sitting there grinding, had my legs spread and I didn't realise I've split the Tyvek's up the... <laughs> and then I'm just spraying... Fiberglass with the grinder Think you got the clap up my pants, eh? I was, oh. I was about to go get myself checked. Yeah, I was yeah. Just like, shit. <laughs> wow. That would have been fucked. So you reckon jumping the surf, bro, helps a bit? Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's sick. Good stuff. So, yeah, if you get a bit of fucking uh, fiberglass on your japs, I go for a swim in the surf. <laughs> um, mate, that would have been a pretty unreal feeling, putting it in the water for the first time. Yeah, I was I was frothing out. It was yeah, like what are they? I was to be honest, I was pretty scared because I hadn't seen this thing float yet. Oh yeah. And when they're putting, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna take it for a water test." I was like, "Yeah, right. Let me know if it I was, I was <laughs> floats." Like, I felt like saying, "Let me know if it floats," but I was like, "No, nah, let me know how it goes." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was wigging a bit because like I've had a few. I've had a mate who's rebuilt one, except he sort of owned it for a bit, used it, then decided to rebuild. So that would have been the motor bloke. Yeah. Yep. That wouldn't have been yeah the glass or anything. That's yeah. the actual motor. Bike. I was nearly going to put it in the water before I took it to get the motor on, just to see if it did float. But I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I was like, nah, she'd be right. Yeah, because I remember you mentioned Darcy. Um, hey, he got into sort of spearing and that. I think I remember him for his first day that little Haynes he did up and yep. he went he went to Awonga. Yeah, and just yeah, sort of floated it. I think. Yeah, I never, I think. yeah. I never talked to him about it. I just remember seeing him out there. Yeah, I think I was like. 50Ks offshore and five hours on the motor, so I backed it in. I was hoping it wasn't going to shit itself. <laughs> <laughs> They're a neat little setup and a good-looking boat, mate. They had, like, had that magazine sort of thing hit you up. Oh, so they had just a page, and they said, oh, send us your details if you've got something that's worth going in. And there's the, You can't even send photos or nothing. You just put your name and say what you got. And I was like, oh, did it. And I waited. It was like eight months. Yep, and they randomly messaged me like, "Hey, we want to put it. We got it. We want to put it in." And um, because of COVID, they usually come up and do a bit of filming and whatnot. Because of that, they're in New South Wales. Um, we we took all our own photos and then sent them down, and it came out good. I was a bit. I didn't tell anyone to buy it because I hadn't seen it yet when they released it, and I was like, "It's probably just a little square in the back corner sort of thing." But I think we've got like five five page spread, so Fucking pretty sick. front cover. No, oh no! no. Front, yeah, I was—I yeah. think I was a little. There was a little thing on the front cover, but yeah, it was the midway yeah. pullout, like yeah. the fucking warmout pullout. <laughs> well, that's fucking unreal, because fuck, Dude, that's yeah. sick, mate. That looked apart on that magazine. That's got to be a good feeling for you. Like I was going to ask you, like, are you happy with the end product? But obviously, you fucking are, because yeah. it, it looks prime, and that's that'd be a pretty awesome feeling. You know, a company like that putting such a big spread in their fucking magazine of your boat. Yeah, for sure, I was. I when because it took so long for him to get back to me, I was like, oh, they didn't, and then they did, and then, yeah, old mate called me. I went to send him the photos. Like, fuck, man, he's like, you done a good job. So I sort of, I was a bit different too because a lot of the Haynes is a sort of New South Wales sort of setup, and like they yeah. don't run like those such big fuel tanks because they're not doing those big trips. Like, yeah, they go a k out, and it's a thousand meters of water down there. The shelf's so close. Yeah, okay, we'll do one hundred and twenty k's one way sort of thing. 
Yeah. So, yeah, it was a bit of a different setup to what they'd seen. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. What sort of speed are you punching out with? Like, do you sit on? Like, because I know you can probably go faster, but fuel wise as well, what's your average? Fuel wise, I can, I'm about now, I've had to play around with props a little bit and I've got it sorted. I'm about 1.7 kilometers to the liter. And that's doing about twenty eight knots. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I what revs on, is that on with the one fifty? Uh four about four six. Four six, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. I was what? I was running a a three blade prop which was slightly bigger in pitch, but it was pretty shit. I was I had a better top end. I was topping end at like forty seven knots or something. Yep. But I my fuel economy was shit, my cruising was shit, and he'd load it up and didn't like it. Yeah. And so I dropped back to a four blade and it's way better. Like I'm not you, – you can't go 46 knots or 47 knots out the front. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not a, You'll not shit whip yourself in the next century. Oh, century. Oh, You're going to come out of that boat. Yeah. Bro, uh, so nowadays, like, do you stay over the rod much in the boat or you still mainly use it for spearing? Um, I reckon it's probably 50-50 now. Yep. I When I'm taking new – I like taking new lads out. I've got a mate who's getting into it and I froth just seeing people spear good fish. Get their first fish, yeah, get that froth. Yeah. Sort of for me, I'm – I'm sort of doing more fishing now, I reckon. Yeah. Because um, I've, I've, I feel like we, I've sort of reached a point, especially in our region, the things I want to shoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still, there's still like, I want to shoot a big mangrove jack for sure. Um, I'd love to get a bigger red, but sort of only certain times of year you can chase them as well. So, okay. yeah, especially through summer, like visibility is limited. Yeah. Definitely just chasing like on the rod is a lot of fun. Are you yep. a cray eater? Do you eat any cray? No, I, I personally think cray is shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The painted, I've tried painted that many times, and people go, Oh, they taste good if you cover them with butter and garlic. I'm like, Fuck, anything tastes good if you cover it with butter <laughs> and garlic. Yeah, Morton Bay bugs the game. I, I, I sort of agree with you with the painted cray, but my little breakdown is that, um, like coconut cream, sweet chili to fucking yeah, right, get it going. Yeah, I'll give that again then. Yeah, that's, that's like, the, that's that's the like you and you, you carry on with your oyster kill Patrick. It's like, I can eat an oyster kill Patrick too, but the only shit part about it is that little fucking taste of oyster at the end. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, nah, look, love me, fucking kill Patrick. Wait, wait, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm actually it. getting better with them. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, had I just went and got yet. 10 dozen for bit food the other day. I want to see you. And we're two and a half dozen I in. I want to see you eat one wait, and chew throat. the motherfucker without a squint and just smile at me. Oh, I had one off the rocks the other day at Boyne. Did you? Did you just with swallow miss, it straight with away like with, a load? Yeah, yeah, I was carrying on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, Why do you say me snot as a kid? So I thought I'd start harden up. You still do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest here. <laughs> I said right. I was a kid last month. Oh, fucking hell. But mate, that's like a muscle car, your boat, but I'll say that, like, yeah. doing up that Haynes like that, that's like someone doing up a Camaro or an old HK Monaro. Yeah, like, always, always get People don't even look at that. Like, that's, yeah, that's a prized possession, that thing. It's always pretty- get a few people hit. One dude offered me cash at a servo. Yeah, that's and it was like a week old. I was like, "Fucking keep walking, brother." Yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, what's pretty impressive is is doing something like that at your age too. You know what I mean? Because like it's something that you see like an older fella do when they got a bit of spare time. But I never think it's finished. pretty sick that you found what you really wanted and fucking did it, man. It's that's unreal. Yeah, cheers. Would, would it be something that you think you'd you'd do again in the future? Or fuck, or, fuck no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a chance. I, I'll be honest. You'll I'm, get something built. Probably. Two, I'll probably keep it for another two or three years. Yeah. Um, I do want to go bigger. Um, I was just in the position when I was. I was working away and it was sort of – I wanted something nice, and, yeah. but I still had a budget limit and I still – I spent a lot of money on it, but 
the next boat I want to go probably six and a half. I still want to be able to tow it with just I just got a dual cab. Yeah, yeah. So I still want to be able to tow it with that. So something about six point five that I can yeah. sleep on and whatnot. But yeah, for now this thing's perfect. Ah, that's awesome, bro. When that's you talk about working sick. away, did you not do your time at uh, I did my time at NRG and then I did shutdowns for oh, I would have been a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, um, and then come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't for me. I I wasn't like like a lot of people do it for a lot longer than me, but I did it for a year and a, probably a year and not even a half, and I was fucking over. Dude, it. it's a fucking young man's game. Yeah, honestly, it is like the jobs that we're doing now. You fucking have a shutdown and you just off it by yeah. the end. You're like, yuck. We just yeah. fucking slaved away. Where you think back, like I think we've all done. Well, you've done it as well. Shutdowns are just that every day. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just we, like it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, like where I'm working now, it's good. I'm home. Every night we get audio weekends. And then once a year we have a well, it was supposed to go over ten weeks, but the last one went for sixteen weeks. But yeah. we have one shutdown, so you get a chance to make a little bit of extra coin, but then you still get a fucking life sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. sure, bro. I fucking uh, I hope not the new one for fuck's sake. But have you had any boat fuck ups in your time? Yeah, so I've had I've had a couple. Um, <laughs> First one. Love a good boat fucker. Um, <laughs> me oldies have got a fishing shack down at Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. had that all their life. And um, my uncle's lucky enough, he owns um, CJ Boats and Aluminium. So oh, he wow. sorted me out with a little three-meter tinny for one of my birthdays. And so I had that thing and had a little four horsepower on it. Anyway, there's like a slope retaining wall in the front of the shack and I've just fucked up the anchor and royally the night before. Tide's come in and she's drifted up onto the retaining wall and it's sitting on the piss. And I ran out there in the morning and the tide's sort of lapping at the bottom of the retaining. Well, the boat's like two metres above sea level still. <laughs> and I'm going, Dad, I want to go fishing. And he goes, just wait for the tide to come in. It'll be up in three hours. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I'm only little, but just because of the angle it was on, it didn't need much of a nudge. And I've just upended this tinny straight off the retaining wall. <laughs> Into uh, the piss. And there was three rods in the rod holders. All them just snapped. Nah, the nah. motor's just upside down in the piss. Oh. And then the old boy's like, because it's like the shack, like the my parents' bed sort of was sitting. Uh, they're like looking over the water and Dad just heard it. He's like, you're kidding. He's out there in his PJs and <laughs> flipping the tinny back over. <laughs> so that was the first one. And then the second one, I was actually going to tell my old boy this. It is um, on my 21st, but I got too drunk and forgot. Um, we had a... F- uh, 4.8 meter CJ little center console yeah and um yeah me and my mate newts we were diving seal rocks and i was driving into the sun and i couldn't really see and we we're just nigging along i think would have just got me boat license and i've just sent this fucking boat over the top of seal rocks like proper <laughs> and ding the front we de-prop the prop like there was no blades left on it oh and luckily we had a spare prop and well, the old boy had a spare prop packed in there and we changed it out there, and I was shitting bricks. We launched the old prop, and I didn't tell him. I still haven't told him. So here he is. <laughs> here he is. Yeah, there you go. Have, Have a listen, listen Dad. Yeah, nah, <laughs> and um, we we changed the prop, launched the other prop in the piss, drove back, and then it was like I didn't tell him. He didn't look at the boat because there was a big ding, but it was right underneath. You couldn't see it. And I think we had we had a bit of floods or something, a fair bit of rain. And I, I said to him, and I went out the weekend before, I think we went out the dam or something. I was like, yeah, hit a log down, eh? There's a bit of a ding in the bottom. And he's like, looked under and it's like, fucking barnacle scrapes all under it. And he's like, oh shit. Anyway, he, he was going to sell the boat anyway. So he got rid of it. But yeah, that was, that was scary. Like, we're oh, open, we didn't stop either. We we're like on the plane and we we're like checking the hatches. Cause we just thought we'd just split this thing open. Oh, in half. So did you just keep going, but you just like skimmed over the top? Is yeah, that- it was weird. We like, cause we hit it that plum. We've just skimmed over the top of this rock and the rock was like, 
It's like a ten meter slide, and I didn't yeah. really—I was—I couldn't really come off the other side because the motor, the hydraulics on the motor, let go for the trim, and she yeah, popped yeah. up. Yeah, oh. but that was after we de-propped the prop. Dude, you would have been fucking. Shout out to Dad yeah. for having a fucking spare prop, bro. Yeah, if we didn't have a spare prop, like when, when we got off the plane too, once we stopped, you couldn't even get back on the plane. It was just like. And I was like, what's going on here? And I trimmed her up and there's just lich because it was an alley prop. So yeah. it's just launched the three blades off it. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Yeah, well, I mean, VMR, if, I've it, got the if old, you didn't have that. I've even got the old prop for the old tinny up in the fucking nose that I just absolutely pizzled through sand, stone, and fucking earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I first learnt the channels around the joint. <laughs> Would you jump in the water for that one or you could do it off the fucking sort of the back deck? Nah, we, we just sort of... Parted over to where like the shallows and I sat there because oh, I was scared. Yeah, yeah. Then I was scared to drop in the nut and shit. <laughs> I was freaking out. Your yeah, fucking yeah, ass would have yeah. been in your throat. How'd you go when you get home, the old boy? How'd you go, mate? Yeah, you good trip, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> we actually that day we shot those two big blue bones, like my oh, big yeah. blue bones. So we got home, we were just carrying on about the fish, and I was just like, "Fuck, if he finds out about this," because I was like, "That was that was the boat I used to." So I was like, "If he cuts me off with this boat, I won't be diving anytime <laughs> Hell, soon." Yeah. Come on. Oh, oh man, that's, that's real. That's fucking funny. Oh, I think every I think everyone who's fucking got into a bit of boating has had a fuck up. That's what we figured out so far. Everyone's everyone who gets in a tinny or a boat or anything has got some some time that they fucked up. And it's, it's only, always funny. Yeah, it's the only way you can learn, I reckon. You're gonna have to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Wouldn't recommend like coming out of that boat, like you said before. How scary is that? Yeah. A few mates come out of them. Oh, for sure, man. I was like, I was because that little that little boat I had, it was like a stand up sort of tiller setup. Yeah, and um, I, for some reason too, I was just heading out and I was like, fuck, I should be wearing my lanyard. Like, I don't wear a lanyard when there's other people in the boat, but it's just nah, when I'm by myself. Yeah, and I just clip it on my board shorts because you can't like, especially like when I'm at the front. And yeah, this thing, I was coming back from um twelve mile, and I was coming back through like the shipping channel, and I was just sort of daydreaming and caught off balance, and then next minute I was out the side before I knew it in the boat. Like, the boat stopped, but it went, like, 20 metres, and I had to swim for it. Yeah. I was shitting bricks. I was just, like, and then I got home, and I put that thing on boat sails the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's insane. So, if you are going out by yourself, guys, don't be a fucking hero and put your lanyard on because it might save your life pretty much. <laughs> I've had a few, mate. Yeah, I won't bury them, but fucking, yeah, they've come out of the boat. Lucky someone else has been in there too blind, just fucking oh. hit the side corner wave. Well, they are, boat crashes are funny, <clears throat> but I would not recommend hitting another boat. That's, That's right. So. You've probably had one of the fucking most hectic ones. But yeah. Right. Did you okay. see that one in WA? No. What, that what? shot across the boat ramp and then. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was nuts, eh? Hey. No. He just full sent this boat. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe what just happened? the throttle response, how it just is absolutely. He's pulled up at the jetty. And it was like a, what, seven metre playboat, you Oh, reckon? yeah, yeah. It was yeah. big. Anyway, a fair bit of length on it. And then there's this dude winching his, winching his boat on here, and he's sort of standing on the other side of his um his trailer on this winch post. Yeah. And neck, man, someone's fucked up in this big platy and just full sent this thing, full throttle. And I like I couldn't believe the whole shot on it. He had a good prop, and he just fucking sort of turned a bit, and then just gone straight across between old mate's boat trailer and his back of his tailgate. Fuck, straight on top of his car or something. Yeah, old mate has managed to duck who was at his winch post and just missed it. It was all on um all on camera. So proper will and power fish fucking boat yeah. ramp session shit. Was oh, that's a, he's a bait of a pet of this fucking scenario. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cut! That is awesome. 
So, mate, you took the uh, you took the Hanes at the reef a couple of weeks ago. Just stay over some waves on the board. How often do you surf the reef breaks? To be honest, it's probably once a year we get out there. Yeah, it's pretty rare. You need like good swell period and no no winds the hardest thing. Like okay. you, Agnes gets waves pretty not consistent, but they do get a fair few waves. But like nine times out of ten, if Agnes has got waves, you can't go to the reef because okay. the winds on it. Like anything probably over, I'd say five knots. It's shit. Yep. Adelaide time is like three days after or three days before or I usually honestly like I look at the wind like we I think when did we go we went yesterday and then Sunday it was blowing like 15s and then the next morning it was milk so yep. you don't need time you don't need that much time for it to glass out but yeah, okay you just need to get there on the perfect time like I've been like a lot of the, like I set my hands up. We got like tie downs on the front, so I can put the boards up the front. They're not in the way. You can go out for a day fishing and diving, and even if you don't use them, at least they're there. That's fucking handy, eh? Because they'd be shortish boards, wouldn't they? That you're yeah. using out there, you're using short boards. Just like, and it's a two hour run, so it's just like you don't want to risk. Imagine if you took them and then it's just cooking. Yeah, yeah. So Wax off them. Yeah, yeah. So we just usually fucking we'll put them if we're going, and I just look at it and go, there could be a wave. I throw them on. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Do you but, keep them in a board bag for that sort of scenario? Yeah, or? I got like a. I think it's a four ball bag coffin. Yeah, so yeah, just a bit up. more patterns. Yeah. Everyone, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Everyone just throws like a board in at each. We just take one board each and throw it on the nose and strap them in. So you can have four or five boards. I think you can fit in it with no fins. Dude, as, as a bloke that can't fucking surf, I'd even love to go out on a trip like that, stay in the boat and just stay over tins and watch bloke pumps, like pump waves. That'd be oh, sick. Yeah. Incredible, eh? What yeah. a fucking day that'd be. Yeah, well, shout out to Newt's me, mate. He... Boated all day. I went out by myself. When we went out yesterday, he doesn't surf, and he boated for me all day and drank beers. Good on you, nudes. That's what I'm fucking talking about, brother. Good on you, brother. He's loving it. He's oh, yeah. a mad, mad head cut. That's a cunt over the yeah. door. He loves it. Good on you, bro. That's fucking awesome. So, yeah, it's even good to watch. Like, once the tide got too low and I got pretty fucked up, we, um, you, yeah, you just watch these barrels wrap around the reef and it just looks sick, even though you can't surf them. It's just like something you'd see in Indonesia. Yeah. That's awesome. Bro, why don't you saying you got got a bit fucked up? You showed us when you first got here, mate. Your back's fucking absolutely pizzled. Why don't you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so I um, had surfed all high tide and it was dropping, and I jumped in. I was because I was out there by myself. There was a few lads from Agnes who were surfing, and so I asked, I jumped in with them and was catching a few waves. And then so like fucking set of the day come through, and two of the boys got one, and they were paddling back out, and this fucking third one come through, and they were just calling me onto it. And I'll be honest, I'll be, be honest, I didn't really want to go at eh? I was like, fuck, this is going to be the end here. And it was the end. I went over. I didn't hit the bottom the first time. I pretty much went straight over the lip and then got sucked back around the second time. And as I've come back over for the second time, I've, I've gone, fuck, I've missed the reef. This is all good. And then I've fucking nailed the reef, oh. come up, got fully grazed on my back and my ass and then ripped me boardies off pretty well. I had this half a cheek shown and then – Come up, was pulling me board back and then snapped me board in half as well. Ugh. Just ruined myself. Oh, bro, dead set. That is like, and like we were talking about earlier off here, like, coral is no joke when it's in you, hey. Like, no. you got to get it fully fucking scrubbed so, out. So, yeah, we had a had the lemon on the boat and squeezing that into it. So, that was, that felt pretty good. Oh. And I, I was, wasn't going to go to the hospital, but this morning I woke up and was like, oh, I'm going to get this thing sorted. Yeah, I'm gonna, a bit of peroxide in. pretty bad otherwise. Um, that was my first ever. Like I've, I've been in Indonesia once and we surfed, and oh, to be honest, that was probably heavier out there yesterday than what I'd um, previously surfed. And 
Whereabouts in Indo did you surf? Um, I was Noosa Lambongan. Yep, yep. Little island off, and it wasn't it wasn't hectic. It was a fun wave. Um, yesterday, yesterday it was actually really nice to surf, and then we sort of were just milking it because you obviously never get waves out there that often, and then it just got to pretty much after a while stacked. No one else caught any waves. Yeah. Oh, fuck. How do you explain the <laughs> wave out there? It's a slabby wave, isn't it? It's yeah. On the high tide, it actually was. It was pretty mellow. Like, yeah, it right was on. pretty safe. I've I've fell off a few times and like just dove down, checked the depth, and like I couldn't even touch with my arm up. Like my arm wasn't even out of the water, so it was nice and deep. It's just once it gets that, it sort of gets to a point too where it's nearly unsurfable. It looks surfable, but it's just so quick. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, and like fuck, I'm I'm growing up in Tanham Sands. I'm no Gold Coast surfer. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, you know, yeah, I'll get yeah. I'll get waves when there's waves, but yeah. No, uh, that's that would have been a pretty cool experience for you until you got pumped. Yeah, into the earth. I sort of <laughs> after it happened, I was like, it was bound to happen once because every single wave I got, I think I was getting a little bit cockier and cockier, and then yeah. I just got sent. You're just shuckering the boys, yeah. fucking mid barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like what's no one's come? To, oh, sorry. No, you're right. Well, not like like um, she's a pretty dangerous sort of place. Eh? No one's coming to save you. No boat can come in there nah. unless you do pump a ski out or something like that. There's no fucking, hero. There's no one coming to yeah. save you besides there's someone on the board to pull you back in. Yeah. yeah, like that was the first time yesterday where I was like, "What am I doing?" Sort of. I'm gonna like I'll, I'm not a bad swimmer. Like I can pretty good swimmer, and I was fucked. I was just like about four more waves on the head, and I reckon I was done for. I was just yeah, like yeah. the arms were that heavy, and like. The only thing I had to hold on to was about one foot of my surfboard that was left. And yeah. I was trying to use that as a flotation device. It was just sinking. And yeah. and you can't – and, like, the boat can't get you because no, you're not sure. up on the reef, so you're just swimming. And it wasn't, like – it wasn't hectic, but it was definitely the most hectic I've been in surf. Yeah, bro. That would have been a fucking – you would have had a bit of head noise getting back yeah. to the boat going, <laughs> ooh, me back. Yeah, it's just <laughs> looking at me going, there's a fair bit of blood in the water, eh? I was like, yeah, right, eh? Cheers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What about the fucking, as we just had a bit of a break before to have a piss, how about the message the boys sent through to you about your board? Oh, yeah, so just before, 24 hours later, Zeb Thompson, thanks, mate. You've uh, found the nose of my board, which I thought I was never getting back. So, yeah, they just messaged through and sent me a photo. They found it, and that's 90 k's offshore. What are the fucking odds of that, man? Oh, yeah, that's a good sign. We'll have to get it, get in touch with the boys, see how they went today. Yeah, they were Duffy. Good on you, mate. Yeah, shout out to Duffy and Zeb, boys. Good shit. That was uh, that's pretty cool. So, do you reckon? Do you reckon yesterday was some of the biggest waves you've surfed? Yeah, for me, I think so. Yeah. Um, like, and I think to be honest, like there's probably about four foot, maybe five foot. So, like. Compared to some people, it's not real big, but fuck, for bloke from Tanham Sands was pretty solid for me. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fucking awesome. awesome. Are, you, are you keen to go back out and get stuck into it, or did that sort of bit of a put a bit of a like a, yeah, I'll be right? Yeah, it definitely brought me back to ground level pretty quick, but um, no, nah, I'm keen as. Once we back sorted out, and um, I'll be back out there. Down to reef level. Yeah, probably a new surfboard too will do. <laughs> yeah, 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 fuck yeah. it. What were you running? Uh, I was on a 5.8 JR, and it's just pretty much a performance board. I usually yep. I run like a twin fin at Agnes. It's a bit more, a bit fatter, yeah, a bit more volume. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fucking that's sweet, bro. Do you reckon you'd rather, like, would you prefer surfing out there, or you reckon you're close to the beach, you still still prefer? Nah, definitely out there. Yeah. Um, I think it's just because we don't get it real often, and when you do, it's just an experience, like, we had surf the yesterday, and then I think it was two weeks beforehand. We got waves out there as well, and yeah, the two weekends before it was good. 
wasn't perfect, but it was still just sweet. And you like surfing in crystal clear water. Yeah, that's that's fucking usually cool, right? usually Agnes is like muddy. It's been yeah. raining or something. You're surfing in chocolate brown water. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't surf for shit, but that still just fires me up knowing that that's out there when a swell is on. Yeah, like yeah, that like just being a local and going. Yeah, we got stuff that's almost as good as Indo out there when she's on. Yeah, you just need to time it. I know. Yeah. Was there many other people out there, bro? No, nah, it was one one of the crew, and um, yeah, I was glad they were there because I was surfing by myself at the start. Oh yeah, and so I was sketching a fair bit, eh? And then yeah, they rocked yeah. up, and there was only three of them, and we were just there was that many waves coming through too. We were miss- there was waves going through that no one was on, so it was perfect. That would have been sick because yeah. that'd be the hardest part about a good swell back home here. Every fucker and their dogs out there. Yeah, literally. Like even when you go over to Indo, like we'll surf one of the breaks over there, and there would have been twenty people there, sort of thing. Like, yeah. take my hats off to those blokes and the Goldie. Oh, that was next level, eh? Dude, that's that's the hardest thing, though. Like, if you're looking to get into surfing and that, if you're in a populated area, how the fuck do you actually go out and know when to go? Like, I don't even know how to dodge fuckers. You end up punching them. You go out there and just get flogged instead if you make the wrong move. There's a heap heap of brazos there on the Gold Coast. I wouldn't be able to help help myself. I'd be like, fuck you, bro. Just get (laughs) choked out fucking (laughs) on my board. Just get sent in like a fucking... Crossed All up. no Brazilian jiu-jitsu since Bungie to the board to see ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that's right, this wave pool in your poon, they reckon they're going to open it up to the public. I know, um, that's right. That's that big plunger fucking thing set up, eh? Yeah, I've got a couple of mates that have um, invested into it and dropped a couple of, yeah, like yeah. 10, 20 grand into it just oh. to sort of go out for the like the day thing yeah, and take their kids it. to it. They've put it proper in the middle of fucking nowhere, though. <laughs> no, like, just outside of your poon. Yeah, but where the fuck's your poon? Like, as in, like, like c- compared to the people that can go and surf it, like, you go to Rocky and then you're oh, on the way to I your know poon, what you mean. you're looking yeah. out of this fucking flat and there's this big thing there. It's like, I don't know, I love the idea of it and they might turn it into a something you can go to, but it's like I thought they would have put it somewhere a bit more central to a population. Yeah. Well, that was. I think they built it purely for test facility. Yeah, That's right. right. They, they never. They, they never wanted to open it up to the public. Oh, it was okay. all a thing for the world sort of thing as a test facility. So you reckon they'll pump out a few more of them now? Well, they're gonna of. maybe make one in the Gold Coast with the same design, but I think they can. It went back to sort of like the Kelly Slater Texas sort of setup. I'm not. Oh, this is me just talking shit. I yeah. don't know for sure. Oh yeah, you're good at it. Fucking <laughs> But that plunger is is a wild little setup. Oh, it seems to be good, eh? Like, does that get like a three sixty degree yeah. wave yeah. everywhere? Like, or, like just by looking at it, it's the best wave pool setup. I think if it if it gets up and running, it'd be the best one going. Because like, you see urban surf in Melbourne. Yep. It's like oh, I think they, they, got, a, they got a, they got a left and a right. So yeah, there's only two people surfing at once. Whereas that wave, you can have like yeah. ten on people it, on waves. Four know? ways, dude. Yeah. Imagine running the, you're the maintenance bike. You just fucking smoke o lunch. Yeah, just pumped out of service on the wave machine. Just fucking go for smoke o bud. Stay over a couple. <laughs> yeah, right, the eh? on the corner. <laughs> so, Clayto, if people want to check out some of your adventures, mate, where can they find you on your uh, socials and stuff? Just on Instagram, Clayton McDonald, one word, and then yep. Facebook, Clayton McDonald. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. There you go. Like I, I've. I had a look through your stuff, man. It's pretty awesome. Like watching, and you've got your whole Haynes build on there, eh? Like yeah, on your Instagram, pretty much from start to finish. Yeah, photos. That so. was pretty fucking yeah. impressive, man. It's pretty cool. So yeah, jump on there and have a look at that, um, bro. Have you got any goals or anything you're striving for in the next couple of years? Um, probably biggest one, shooting marlin. Yeah, that's yep. like me whole soul set on that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, but otherwise. 
just getting out there more. I want to do a bit more filming, to be honest. Like, yeah. I don't. I find myself, I like, see heaps of cool shit, but I've got a GoPro and everything too, but it's just like, I don't know. I, Dude, need, I just need to put a bit more effort into it, to be honest, because I'm just like living the moment sort of thing, and then I like some of the shit I see, I'm like, fuck. I should and be when you're having this. your best times, you're never pulling a camera. hundred percent, man. And you could be talking about like, even it doesn't even have to be anything like, you could be talking about a fucking bender. Like, that's probably our best experiences. <laughs> but, yeah, the last thing you're thinking about is fucking pulling your camera out, yeah. whether it be benders, whether it be spearfishing, fucking bull riding, playing footy, like a- anything. You just, if you're having that much fun, the last thing, you, thing you're thinking about doing is like, oh, I should I'll film this. Camera out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, even yesterday, I, I didn't get my camera out that much. I was spewing because it was there and like, just pumping. You know, it was just cranking. And then I was just like, the end of it, I'm like, I got like one video. I was like, ah, oh well. Yeah. I was oh. living it anyway, so. Yeah. Well, bro, yeah. at the end of the day, it'll always be in your memories. Yeah. And that's what fucking counts really, doesn't it? Yeah, for pretty, sure. It's pretty sick. But um, We'll finish up with the fucking. Yeah, we got a, got a few quest- guest questions, mate, we hit everyone with. Um, you want to kick it off, bro? What's your favourite alcohol drink, mate? Uh, James Squad ginger beers at the moment. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, I've been loving them. This, yeah. um, how does that how's that weigh up, bro? The vodka round. Vodka round. No, it was good. Yeah. I actually like it. I was going to get some at um, Chrissy time, but I was just – because I, I had a work shout as a voucher for there, so I was went in there, I was buying a carton of something, and I was like – I knew what I was getting into with the James Squires, so I got one of them. I was eyeing them off, but, yeah, yeah I'll definitely they're get not some as, now. Yeah, not as sweet as the James Squire, but they sort of – I think it's the sugar bo- content thing. Like, if you're actually trying to look after yourself, which I've got to admit I don't when I'm <laughs> buying piss, but if you are, I think that ginger beer is definitely the most sugarless content. Yeah, I think the James Squire one's pretty loaded. Yeah. Probably why it tastes so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, good stuff, man. What about, have you ever been arrested? No. No, no good arrest. stuff, mate. They keep it like that. That's fucking <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. What's your favourite cheat meal, mate? Uh, Zinger box KFC. Oh, yeah. oh baby, the old yeah, thing was a bit bastard. Of, bit of fucking KF. How good? How good is it? Um, mate, have you got any phobias? Yeah, snakes. Fuck True. I fucking hate snakes. You hate yeah. them. Even sea snakes, snakes on the land, snakes anywhere. You get yeah, you just hate them. Trouser uh, snakes, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. I don't know. I don't like them. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, bro. Um, mate, are aliens real? Yeah, I reckon. You reckon they yeah, are? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. yeah I reckon. Yeah, no, I, I do too. It's fucking, it's a weird question though. I ask some people, they're like, fuck, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. They haven't been deep reckon? enough in the water. There's some wild it's fucking like, I don't know. Something. I just reckon if you don't think they are real, that's just boring. Yeah. Like, really? Could you be reckon any, that's could it? Anything out there, you reckon right? that's it, mate? There's nothing else. <laughs> Like it doesn't have to be Forex on a Friday at RG. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fucking Paul smoking a blunt showing you what happened to the world. Like it could be a little Or fun. Eddie on DMT. Yeah, that's right. Would be fun if it was that. But <laughs> yeah. No, good stuff, bro. I reckon they are too. Um Joke of the Day, boys. Let's fucking pump them out, Clado. Did you did you have one for us? Yeah, I got one. She's gonna go. Here we go. Anyway. Alright, mate, get into it. So um Morton was down the river and um he's mud crabbing. Anyway, he's pulled this pot in and he's got a he's got a ginny. Anyway, he's gone. He hadn't got anything else for the day, so he goes, shit, I'll put this in the boot. And he's, as he's put closed the boot, the fisheries have jumped out of the water, jumped out of the bushes, sorry, and they've gone, hey, mate, we seen that mud crab you got? And he goes, what mud crab? And like, he's in the boot. And like, go on, open the boot. So I open the boot, sure enough, is this mud crab there, Jenny. And they go, we're going to find you for this, mate. There's a Jenny mud crab. And he goes, no, nah, no, nah, it's me pet mud crab. 
name's Jen. I'll take him down here for a swim every day. Anyway, so they go on. He's like, look, I'll put him in the water. I'll put her in the water and he'll go for a swim, come back. So put her in the water, go on for a swim. And they're gone. Oh, where, where is he? And he goes, where's what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking beauty, <laughs> eh? Real. I've, um, I've heard that one before. I can't remember who said it, but that's a fucking goodie. Yeah, that's up. right. Yeah. Well done, mate. Um, all right, I've got one. If a black bird has black babies and a blue bird has blue babies, what bird has no babies? What's that, mate? A swallow. Oh, <laughs> Mine's just as gay. We're fucking. What do you mean? Just these jokes. It's a fucking bell cord. It's a fucking rip snorter. What does Scott Morrison do after a wet dream? What? He gets up and screws the country. <laughs> <laughs> on you, mate. Keep doing your thing. Money to Friday. Yeah, get on your bra. Put your mask on. All right. Thanks. Uh, appreciate yeah. you coming on, mate. Bloody unreal. Yeah, fucking oath, yeah, Thanks, for me. thanks mate. Good. Bro, make sure you reach out if you do get that marlin and we'll fucking get you on to talk shit about it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, good stuff. Everyone remember to just stay out of each other. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.